Hey, and welcome to Gizmo Sapien Show 212. Let's get the message out to everybody, Matt. Um, I think this is a, a, a an interesting conundrum that the EU is uh, posing to all the tech companies of the world which don't live or have to follow the guidelines of EU law. <clears throat> but they put out this new, and this isn't the first time the EU has put out legislation like this, uh, but there's new legislation that's going to require that all messaging and video apps be interoperable. So messages on, on Mac OS will have to be interoperable with WhatsApp, will be have to interoperable with Facebook Messenger, with Lantern, with Signal, and potentially Microsoft Teams will have to be interoperable with Zoom, and Zoom will have to be interoperable with FaceTime, and I mean, it just goes on and on. One, um, critics of this, <clears throat> this <coughs> idiotic type of legislate, trying to legislate tech, um, and like I said, there has been legislation like this before that everybody shall use micro USB as their charging standard um, in the EU, yet USB-C obviously came out and is far superior, uh, and Lightning is far superior than, uh, than uh, micro USB. But that's more of a hardware thing, and, and again, total overreach by a government to tell everybody that, hey, thou shalt use this, because Everybody's phone should be, I, I can use any uh, power adapter for everybody's phone. Even that, though that, that's a hardware standard that they were setting up, that is totally idiotic, even from a, a security perspective. Because if I make everybody's phones have to use the same interface to charge, that means that the physical security of that interface uh, can be compromised. And that is the same thing that um, everybody is saying about this because apps like WhatsApp and Apple Messages and Microsoft Teams all have end-to-end -end security when you talk you know, to them. Yet there is no, there are multiple security standards and there's a reason there's multiple security standards because heterogeneity or heterogeneous security uh, meaning that not everybody uses the same, you know, AES-256 or whatever, or security method, uh, ensures that if a single hacker or group of hackers could compromise that, then it doesn't compromise everybody. <laughs> and it's the same reason why corporations should be are stupid who don't have a mix of Mac and Linux and Windows too, because if you put everything in one bucket, then when they come, ransomware guys come in to ransom your uh, your data back to you, you you know they've got everything. And so I find it laughable that a government entity, even one of the EU, which I find really funny about the EU, is that the EU tries to make themselves so much less. Um, or, or they try to distance themselves from 
Nazi Germany and communist Russia, but they are so much, uh, so much more of a tyrannical government. You know, thank God Great Britain got out of it. Well, again, this is, I think you've made the case, this is pure government overreach. I mean, that's, this is what government does. They uh, come together in some sort of body to make law on subjects they're ignorant about, and the populace suffers for it in all reality. Well, the thing is, it's not so much that the populace, of, if it were just something that would affect the EU, um, it would be okay. But the problem is... But that's, that's my point. It is just the EU. It, Who cares about Europe? Well, GDPR, though, which is also another stupid EU regulation, supposedly to help you with your, your privacy, but every company uh, who, you know, sells products into the EU is affected by that. Now, um, this is where uh, I'm a, a, a firm believer in global markets. If, uh, if the global market determines that, that the EU is right, and this is a standard that should be enacted, then that would be the standard. Exactly. I agree. Uh, in this case, let the global market tell the EU where to go. I agree. But businesses won't do that. No. Well, they they should, but they won't. That they should. Because in the long in the long run, it will help them if they stop doing business with the EU. Yeah. Well, and, and that that's my thing about this. So even even China doesn't require this. Um, I I, I have. There's three scenarios, I think, that are going to come out of this. And I think all three scenarios will happen uh, as what I call the fix. So this is what's going to happen because of this legislation. GDPR, um, I, I bring that up because it did affect all tech companies worldwide, regardless of where they were located. If you were in Canada, in the United States, wherever, you had to, if you wanted to do business, you had to ensure that... Uh, you know, you're meeting the GDPR data standards, and if you are collecting data that you can, you know, as a user, they can tell you to quit collecting data and everything else. <clears throat> um, and I guarantee you, companies in China like uh, TikTok, TikTok are not stopping collecting data regardless of, or, you know, ByteDance, who owns TikTok, are not, regardless of what GDPR says. Um, but the fix for this, and I think you're going to see a combination of all three of these happen. Um, companies will end up creating what I call insecure gateways. Mm -hmm. So they will leave the encryption end-to-end. -end. If you're within Apple Messages or WhatsApp or Lantern or Signal, and both users are using those apps, that will be a complete secure uh, solution to the end. But I think those insecure gateways that will end up making like Apple Messages talk to WhatsApp, they they will just, there'll be a gateway there, that gateway will, uh, it, it will not be a secure connection all the way through, you know. It, the gateway itself will be the insecure part, where 
it takes an Apple message and it sends it to WhatsApp. And I think a majority of companies, that's what they'll do. It meets the letter of the, the law. Mm -hmm. And uh, I also don't believe it will be something they'll throw a whole lot of, uh, of uh, resources at. And why would they? Because quite frankly, it makes no business yeah. sense well, to I do mean, so. Apple Messages does it already with, with uh, SMS text messages. And those are not se secure because SMS text messages are not secure. Um, but it meets the level of the law. The things will, they'll interoperate, but they're not going to throw a lot of development resources or, or anything at it, you know, only enough to get it to work, but it will not be reliable. And I think the majority of people will just not use it. And now that Great Britain is not part of the EU, the EU encompasses a much smaller subset of countries. And as a market, they're not a big enough market like Asia or North America and South America that a lot of these companies are going to care. So I think the other thing that will happen is a lot of companies will just, whatever, you know, EU, do what you want, block us, whatever, but we're not going to make a change because of your law, which doesn't make any sense. Um, the other thing that's going to happen, and the EU is stupid because this is something you're never going to be able to regulate yourself around, is you're going to have underground apps. Mm-hmm that are going to be that are going to do exactly what you don't want them to do because they're not going to be interoperable and um, and they're just not going to comply with with the EU law. Um, some of them will do it and I think Apple messages might actually do this because I could see Apple selling iPhones in Europe and saying you're just not going to get the messages app anymore which is you know there, there's a whole bunch of part of this law is because the EU is trying to choose winners and losers, something we talk about from a state level here in the United States. Yep. Because Apple Messages is a killer app. It works on every MacBook. It works on every iPhone. And there are people who feel, I, I love this, who feel that they're forced to buy iOS devices because they need to use, they want to be part of the crew who uses Apple Messages. But Apple's been a proponent for privacy, customer privacy, and that's one of the reasons that they have end-to-end -end encryption the way they've got it set up. And I don't think they're going to budge on that because they haven't budged on, on, uh, you know, FBI requests and things like that uh, in the United States, where they're headquartered and where, you know. So I could see Apple just saying, "Fine, you know, either to Europe." You know, we're just going to use SMS and SMS is that, and I hate to say this, but that might end up being what all the apps are going to end up having to use as the the basis of their interoperability is just sending text messages to each other via SMS. It's a protocol that's already there. It's insecure. It might not require a gateway because the gateways exist at all the cellular carriers that all these phones are on. Google can do the same thing with their, uh, I forget what they do on Android. They they, they removed their, the custom Android apps that they had, and now it was uh, Google Chat or Google something that's replaced all of that anyway. And they do the same thing that Apple Messages does. If you're outside of the Google thing, they just send a text, an SMS text message. Um, you know, and, and that's going to end up being... But the, the problem with all of this is that... Uh, and, and Apple's not the only one, but 
Apple Messages and Apple and, and you know I I'm concentrating the messages piece, but they also want all the video apps to interoperate. You know, and I just don't see that happening because a lot of them have uh, built their own. Yes, they're not standardized, and that's why you have separate apps. But they do things that optimize the video transmission. And unless you can get everybody to agree on that as a standard, and then again. And why would you do that? Because all that does is stifle innovation. Exactly. That exactly. Nobody. If you everybody has to innovate, then everybody has to collectively agree that they're going to implement this standard. And nobody wants to do that because if Apple creates it, or when, or Microsoft creates it, or Google creates a new standard to make something better, they're going to want monetary compensation. So if you want to use that in your app, you need to license it. You know? <laughs> yeah. And then I ask the question here. This is one that I don't think the law addresses. So what happens to all the apps that are open source? That's a really good question. I, I, I don't I don't know. Exactly. They're not companies. You can't force them. You can't force companies like Ubuntu and and uh, Red Hat to build proprietary things in because that's the whole basis of they they only provide support. And although they as companies they maintain certain open source projects, they're not the driving member. It is a collective of you know users who ends up deciding how all that works. And a lot of you know a lot of those apps use existing APIs to talk to each other. I guarantee you, a government as maniacal as the EU will find someone to drag into their their kangaroo court. Yeah, but they can try. It just means that oh, you can't use this open source app that's freely available on the internet in the EU. Again, that goes to my question about people who just are going to do it. Well, I mean, ultimately, are they going go to go The EU will have to decide whether or not they want to be uh, China they, and restrict the internet yeah. or if they're going to give up their silliness. I mean, ultimately that's the choice the EU has to make. Yeah. Well, and you know, this is another step in the EU. You you question whether uh, when when some of these countries, I mean, the largest economic block within the EU left, and that's a Great Britain. Germany's next, and Germany's not happy with the EU as a country. And so what's going to happen when Germany leaves? Greece can't support it. France is going out of business. You know, the EU is doomed. And when you make legislation like this, and you have a country, you have countries who have their own... Um, you know, economic capabilities to, and they want the new technology, and they want, they're just going to go back to the EU and go, look, thanks, but no thanks. I mean, it's already happened once. It's going to happen again. Well, this is what you get when you band together uh, a, a number of financially failed states. Yeah. I mean, it's... 
inevitably they want that cancer to spread because they want the uh, the economically developed countries to cover their failures. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what the European Union is. Yes. At this point. Great Britain was smart enough to, to decide that they don't need to participate in that. Yeah. Germany, I think, does it out of guilt. And that won't last forever. No, it won't. It will not. I, I totally agree with you. So let us know what you think. Um, you know, do you, do, did we miss something in our analysis of the fixes? Is there one I'm not thinking of or a couple that other options that could be viable? Um, do you think that everybody's going to play ball? I personally don't believe that. I, I, there are several American companies who would go, well, EU is not a big enough market to even care about, so I'm not going to put any resources towards this. If they block us, they block us, and their people can be envious of all the other people in the world who have our app. God bless the global market. Exactly. So, well, let us know. Send uh, some feedback to gizmosapiens at gmail.com, and we'll see you on the digital flip side. Gizmo Sapiens, a technology and entertainment podcast. You can reach us at our email address at gizmosapiens at gmail.com. That's G-I-Z-M-O-S-A-P-I-E-N-S at gmail.com. We'd really love to hear from you, and we'll see you next week from the digital flip side.